0: Episode one hundred and ninety-two of the Loud and Proud podcast. Let's look back over the weekend that was. But first, Oasis. Sing it loud and sing it proud today. Yeah, so Loud Horrors had a really good win, really good win. We talked about it during the week with Stephen Yor that they have the potential to win it. Obviously, looking at Lancashire, they were coming into it on a poor run of form, but halftime it was a little bit closer than than you would have expected. Danny Donnelly gets the goal for them And kind of makes it a little bit uncertain, 1-6 to 9 at half time Sean Kerris comes in And he was instrumental He gets a goal And he was set up by Paul Matches And Paul Matches then Gets the goal uh, for himself And that, that kind of just It kind of just steadied loud And we pushed on after that With the absence of um, Darren Gig and Mark Gahan stepped into their fold And he was... Uh, he was excellent. He got about, I think he got six or seven on the day. And just to start, like, they started like a house on fire with that goal. They'd had to kind of steady the ship, get level at half time. Once he got level, then um, Kerris was just, he looked to be on it. He only came on as a sub, but he, uh, having played football the night before with, with matches and Jamie McDonald, McDonald was quite good as well. I think he got a couple of points too. Um, it, it was one of those forms, like winning by 20 points in the second half really it was It was just shows that the hauling that's in them and when they get in form we we'll get on song that they are they're fairly fairly hard to beat and I think that sets them up like we said for a good tilt at the Lorymacher Cup like uh, playing Abbottstown now is a lovely place to play perfect venue perfect grass perfect surface next weekend is probably the big crunch game in Darver <coughs> In, uh, in facing Monaghan, local rivals. We probably preview that during the week or we would do something like that um, during the week. We, we went over the under-20 footballers as well. There was pre-game and post-game reaction to that result, that disappointing loss. Um, So there's, there's loads still happening on the podcast. So do sign up for your a month. I think it works out at about 25 cents a podcast. Um, with eight, and maybe nine, ten extra podcasts on top of the the the, the 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 Sunday ones, and then obviously now you're getting league all about the ones. Um, so yeah, really good win, two twenty seven, one ten win for the loud Horrors. Do you want a team? Will a name out the team? Okay, I give it to you, Roy Mar- Morrissey. Danny Morgan, Don Ryan Adam Plunkett in the full back line. Liam Malloy, Conor Quigley, Jamie McDonald. That's a powerful half back line, isn't it? Sean Crosby and Fairham Joyce in the middle of the field. Peter Fortune on the wing. Niall Keane on the 40. Sean Keneally on the left wing. Paul Matthews, Andrew Mackin and Mark Gahan in the full forward line. Sean Kerris come on. Conor Dean come on. He think he's going away shortly. He might not make that Monaghan game. He might make it. I don't know. it be great to have him. Paul Fallon he came on and got a point at the end. Matthew Fee as well and Garrett Hall as well. So, <clears throat> yeah, good win for them. Um, they move on, Monaghan next weekend. So, they're, they're up and running in the Horland. They um, should push on and power on with that form and maybe take out Monaghan. That'd be, well, we'll have a chat about that next week, hopefully. Um, a result, sorry, We'll have a chat about that game and the results next week that they get the job done against Monaghan. Yeah, I mentioned the under twenties and a load of takeaways from uh Saturday night takeaways. Um you look at all the away wins in division three B, like how crucial that win for the Mitchells was over Ste and Sean Reynolds debut there. The Tones putting a hand up also the Knicks get a, they get an early win, then uh and Gales won today to beat Darrell's hill, they came came from behind to win. Darryl was away and won four to two points early on, then a couple of goals after half time. Or brace the goals um, For um, For um, and Gales Just put them on Put them on the Just put them on the right way On the right winning curve And they just never look back Their, their star men got the goals Or star men I would say Remy Phillips got two Michael McCabe And Keane McDonald They're probably the most well known And our Most accurate um, Attacking players Attack minded players I know Michael McCabe Plays around the middle of the field But yeah That's a good win for them So Uh, Also, another takeaway, it looks like it'll be the Pearcey, Glenn Emmets and Glide going for glory again. Lennier, probably that's a massive loss um, and massive blow to their psyche, like losing by four goals, like four outstanding goals in that. Um, Then looking at it um, in Division 2, there's a couple of play, a couple of teams that could be in trouble for relegation. Obviously, and uh, the Plunkers lost, the Finbars lost. I like doing overreaction first, first weekend overreactions. Um, the Kevin's as well. Those three teams they're under pressure last season. Will they go down this season? And then looking at the top, uh, big win for the for the Joes. Very impressive win for the for uh, Ingle Carey. The Gales got a win as well, and then. Will Roach reclaim that form, rekindle that form that they showed la early part of last year's league? Don't know, then you're looking further down the line that intermediate championship with Irelanders, the Rattleys, Hunterstown all in the mix and then you have uh, obviously um Curly competing in division one, they lost as well. Um looking at it then in relegation division one that's a big win for the Moctis or a big win for the man. He's over the Moctis I mentioned that as performance of the week just come comeback victory Stephen Kikind is the man who got the goal and missed that um, there but then the o- sorry before we go into the Division 1 reaction or hot takes Division 2 um, the Joes beat the O'Connells 3-14 to 1-10 on the night and it's a 5 o'clock game. I'm going to give you my thoughts overall on the on the the league Sunday because I think I think it's, I think it's well, no, I'm not going to tell you what I think. But, um, yeah, so who got the goals for the... I, I can't remember who got the goals for the O'Connells, or what got the goal for the O'Connells, but Craig Doherty, Dara Smith and Alan Lynch got the goals for the Joes as the edge of the derby. Not overly convincing, that O'Connell was sent off towards the end, but Joes just got the job done. And Dick uh, could power on their division Their senior championship side, they, they need to get out of Division 2, show that consistency to push forward and get through. Um, another overreaction. Maybe we've discounted the dreadnoughts and how actually good they are. That was a really good win today. Um, really, really good. It looked like they were gone. They led 5-2 at time. Craig Shevlin, another player who's eligible for that um, on the 20 squad, didn't make the cuffs. Um Played very well today, showed a lot of balls, kicking that winning point off the ground. He kicked three points in the first half, four overall, fairly sharp. And... When you think of it obviously yeah, these two teams were down ten players um, due to being with Loud the dreadnoughts with six. And then on the top of that Pop Rat didn't play Barry Faulkner, So That's eight players they're down. And I don't know, I'd I would I don't know whether any other team would would uh, cope with being eight players there, eight of their top ranking, eight are probably top twelve players and still go down to the jocks and get a victory. And then on top of that the jocks came firing back and, and levelled and this like you know and they had that swell of momentum um through JP penalty really well really well taken penalty. You can check it out on Instagram, we still have it up there. And uh Rooney really causes so much trouble when he comes comes on. He goes round the man he goes straight from him. it was a bad it was a, it was a kick out it came over the top or maybe it was a it was a over. Craig 7 when to kick the ball across the field it was cut out went right down the field Rooney I don't know it was handy probably for him to score but he lays the ball across to um, Conor Whelan and Whelan buries it but it was deemed in the square and I think it was in the square and I was a good bit away from it but it did look like it was a, nearly a flat pass across and obviously Rooney was already in the square at that stage so it looked like the right decision the Dreadnoughts held their nerve worked the ball back up the field got it down for free for Craig Shevlin to bang over and he did that's also on the Instagram as well so yeah so big win and when you look at it when they p- peter it all down did the Dreadnoughts have the best squads behind the Jocks and the Blues no did they I, I like already you could say yeah but would already have coped Wait, would Ardy beat the Jocks minus 8 in our top 12 mm, very 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 doubtful now, don't get me wrong, like the jocks were down to four lads, are four key players. Like Clutterbuck is one man to stop if you're playing the Martins. Uh, Sam obviously nails those frees and just gives them that constant supply of scores. On Callahan pulls the strings, and Sean Healy's just that new young gun that can play anywhere across the field, across the middle eight, or maybe even for the back or for for the forward. Um. So yeah, it was just yeah, it was just it was just nice nice overreaction and then. Are the Pats in trouble? Are they going to get relegated? Um, are the Brides under pressure. Does the man he's out of pressure? Is the Mochte under pressure now? Um, the Falcons they look fairly strong. We kind of knew that, so there's not really an overreaction despite missing players. They uh, look to have look to have look to have a really good squad there and a new way of playing there, m- nearly under their new management. Um, so yeah, but really interesting. Like I get into the Sunday. I thought the Saturday was brilliant, right? So you have all those games on the Saturday. Like it's it's great. It's health to Skelter. Love doing the league all about the show. Brought to you by the cleaning doctor, um, external cleaning service in Laid Monaghan, and, and it's great to have that support and do that show because I enjoy it. And it's like soccer Saturday early with the play with the scores coming in hot and heavy, and people giving the updates, which is brilliant. I can't thank people enough for sending the information. Um, Lodi out there Just Very grateful for that And <laughs> Like it, it, It's really good Like having all those games But then it's lovely Having those three On the Sunday You know There's a nice crowd there In Master Boys Today to look at that they probably got a nice gate um, it, it, it gives it a sense of occasion Obviously it, like, You wouldn't be a massive fan Of Sunday games If it a player Or even Like the spectacle As a whole But like It really finished It was a tight game but it really finished in a flurry, you know, got a real entertaining end to it. Nearly like nearly like the way all sports is going, like basketball game or uh, American football or something like that. It, it's just kind of, you get down to the crunch and the the, the grand finale moments, and uh, that, that's what it came down to today. But I enjoyed it and nice crowd then, I'd say, in Castle Bellingham to watch that local local derby and then Sunday morning throw in for Colonel Gates and Dowdles. So I think it works. A great idea from Peter McGrain. On the CCC To have that And it just It's it's something different Adds a bit of variety And it, it it gives a bit of a spectacle And a bit of um, A bit of profile to the games And You get people out watching more football And Hyping the whole thing up And getting it covered Maybe on local radio And obviously with myself And then The papers probably do a little bit more Then on the weekend on it But it just Yeah it was, It's just a good way to look at it And a good way to promote the game Also I'll have a League All About It show next weekend um I'm looking forward to that already. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be a little bit more streamlined that get me act together. But um yeah, so keep sending in all your information. There is games earlier on in the week. So there is so it'll probably get a little bit messy um in terms of games being played on the tours. There's a couple of matches on this Thursday. Um yeah, there is. There is there's, there's yeah, there is a couple of games. Yeah, the Pats are playing the Martins and the Tours, and Ardy are playing Mark Rangers and the Irelanders are playing Hoher And then Obviously to get it Out of the way On the um, Easter Sunday There's a lot of games On on Friday As well No actually No no that's different There's none on Friday It's all on Saturday All on Saturday Then again And there's Oh there's one game On Easter Sunday Okay so the Plunkets Are playing the Kevins And the Knicks And the Shawns Are playing as well So I'll probably have it On the, the I'll probably go Saturday night again On Facebook And on Instagram So So um, I look forward to that. I hope you look forward to that as well and getting the updates. Um, also just to follow up on say the elderly people that would like to sign up on Loud and Proud. There's a couple of people who got on to me and we've we've kind of set up um a WhatsApp group so I can I can fire out the link to the free podcast, like the League All About It Show, I can I fire that out on um, a WhatsApp, so it's it's great. You know they they get to watch them it instead of going searching for it it's sent directly to them. So if anyone that would m- be in mind or interested, do let me know. And I also just um, I put it out on the uh, on Patreon, but I have a couple of programs from the league final last week. If anyone wants them or if any interests anyone is interested in them, and um, would like to have them as a keepsake, who wasn't in Crow Park was unable to make it, or might cheer someone up. I've I've coupled there if someone wants them. Um, I'd be happily glad to, to give them or offload them onto you um, but yeah so I wasn't able to actually go to the horrors this morning because um, I was the old sport so I had a couple of kids playing this morning and um, talk about excitement in the house like an all-Ireland final and it's just magic seeing the kids playing um, some brilliant moments from opposition teams and the kindness of the kids, the this this is probably a generation that has been affected by COVID this past couple of years. So they're they're so excited to be out and about or doing anything like this. And then especially to have the crowd of granny and granddads and mother and fathers fathers who are fortunate to be there um all of them watching it and getting photos and thinking they're little superstars. So it's just it's just great the way the GA cycle just keeps going on and on and and then I'm I'm meeting players, former players, that age are over their team and have sons and daughters playing in opposition so it's just it's just magic, absolutely magic and I just wanted to end on that note um, on the Loud and Play podcast episode 192 that's it, brought to, brought to a close do sign up for loads happening during the week and we'll we keep taking over and we might have a bit of a reaction from the Loud Division 3 winning camp as well also so thanks very much for listening, I'll talk to you soon, good luck, bye and good luck